Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. We got Brian back today, baby. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, people address all three of us, you know, when they're excited. We're and a thruple, unfortunately. We are. <laughs> <laughs> We've been a thruple for a while. I've been your unfortunate third wheel. Uh, since our 20s so fun we have fun but yeah the three of us are back uh together recording live today usually brian's in some in in a dark room watching horse racing or football somewhere getting paid money to do it but today he's right next to me Ooh, baby i got in an ooh baby anyways Ooh baby Ooh baby ooh. new catchphrase ooh. Mm. Ooh, baby well here welcome. we are yeah welcome yeah. welcome guys welcome to Sidewalk podcast i'm your host andrea wallace and i'm your host brooke van poplin i have to come out of the gates with a confession i'm wearing a bunch of cover-up and we can't totally see it um on screen thankfully but um i got bit to all hell by mosquitoes and bugs on my vacation. So have you seen the bug bite thing? Oh, I know the bug bite thing. The bug bite thing, right? So I was doing the bug bites and then I was on the couch last night and I was like, oh, I bet this is like cupping. And I went over my face. Oh, so you hickeyed your face up. I hickeyed the fuck out of my (laughs) face. There is now... A, like a, a like I look like seal. There is a scar oh, no. going down my cheek. I woke up this morning and I was like, what the fuck? And then I was like, oh my God, I was bug biting my face. <laughs> well, I was suctioning. Ugh. Worth it, I think. You know, should we catch the listeners up on like Michigan and lake bugs and yeah you know um first right off the bat let's say if you're back in the game listening to us please word of mouth we're back tell your friends if you know this was a show you used to bond over be like they're back bitches like and subscribe Um, smash those five stars we i haven't said that in a minute i know it feels great to hear that again and we changed our category of podcast to food yeah so that we can be more competitive it was very stupid that we were in comedy all these years because we never stood a chance Um, (laughs) we really just did ourselves wrong by being in comedy and continuing to be in comedy to this day um yeah exactly (laughs) wow if that isn't a metaphor for my whole fucking life (laughs) um truly truly but uh if you want to drop a review or if you've never given us a five star uh over on spotify or wherever you listen we would love it because that that starts to um put fear on the hearts of other food podcasters yeah that we're back yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I was in Michigan for a week. Hello, Midwest. Your happy place. It is my happy place. And I have to say, uh, where we were, and I'm not even going to go into a major takedown, um, we just didn't eat a single good meal that wasn't homemade. So uh, it, it yeah. was weird. It was 
I mean, that's good though. I mean, like, look, but also like making homemade food, especially when I'm sure there's some nice farmers markets in Michigan up there. There's really fun produce to be had. Oh, oh, we we went and got that smoked whitefish spread. Yeah, the, the, every day, baby. It's oh so good. If you guys have never had what is the Michigan, at least the Great Lakes region, if you will, smoked smoked whitefish. Mm. It's a, Mm-mm-mm. you know, it's usually a whitefish, like a sturgeon. Is a sturgeon? I want to say sturgeon, but you know, yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, there's smoke shacks, like teeny little smoke shacks, like oh. dotted across like the lake areas where they just they smoke the fish and then they make like a creamy, mayonnaise spreadable, capery, Ritz cracker, oh, yeah. you know, involved like little dip. And, you know, it's good at any occasion. Any well, occasion. So we did have there. So it, it, did you guys ever make your uh, your voyage up to Petoskey or did you only make it to Charlevoix? No, no, no. Uh, we, we definitely drove through Petoskey for sure, but we didn't we okay. chill. We didn't on, hang. Your, on your on your way to Mackinac. On your way to Mackinac City. On your way to Mackinac. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, oh, well, uh, so we ate at the Perry Hotel, which is this famed hotel where like Ernest Hemingway, you know, stayed back in the day like it's got this old bar called the noggin room but we went there for dinner one of the nights and we were obsessed with the server we had she was the most chill whatever like it's like a certain age group and every interaction we had with her every time she was out of earshot we all started laughing and like because she's like hey I mean like yeah if you want that I mean I could probably make it happen. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's chill, guys. Yeah, I know, we're you like, know what? Like, um, I know the kitchen, and like, I could probably like get a burger, or, like, fired for you with them. She's like, yeah. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't worry about it. She kept saying, like, don't worry about it. And I'm like, no, your your job is to <laughs> is to serve us. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. Yeah, I can. Sure. Yeah, yeah. No problem. Don't worry about it. I mean, that's a take on. A- <laughs> interesting perspective a way right? to be a server yeah i can i can probably I, I think i could get them to whip that up <laughs> <laughs> like there were no special requests just everything straight off the menu she's like yeah yeah cool cool yep no prop you know we're just like wow you are just absolutely of a different so generation like, you and guys I love don't it. want any substitutions on this well let me let me check with the kitchen i, th- I see what I, I see what we can do <laughs> I got you. I think she said, I got you a few times. And we're like, I love this. It, it was so good. We loved it. My generation, obviously, you know, was like, okay, cool. But my, my mom and dad's minds were blown. They were like, she's so just, uh, she's so informal with us, you know, but we were, we were having a good time and laughing about it. That's great. That's amazing. Um, I, I, I love that we can talk openly about uh, ADHD. Um, you know, oh, I yes. recently made an appointment to talk to my uh, GP about getting on meds. <laughs> I'm starting to think I've been on the wrong thing my whole life, too. And um, yeah, I started to take the quizzes and I've really thought about things in my life where you and I have, you know, it's like I could either be a four point student or zero point. Yeah. Like, yeah, we no had- in between. Absolutely. We've had conversations about this before. Going to therapy helps and me being like, you know, my whole Mm -hmm. life I haven't been able to focus. And why do I have all these amazing ideas? And when I sit down to do them, I feel like my soul's being crushed from the inside out and the outside in. And I, you know, the world is collapsing on me. And I've, you know, there's there's so much to it. Um, but I'm kind of like I'm executive. We have we have trouble with executive function. Executive function, which is why. waiting tables and working at restaurants when it's this like controlled chaos right the way right. you mo- you're moving all the time so you've got somatic healing because you're, you're moving you're walking Ooh. you're you know Ooh. you're doing stuff like that um 
but yeah, you can thrive in controlled chaos. You know, it, it makes me think of the Richie episode that like every second counts episode of the bear a little bit, like how he like does so well in organized chaos, you know, like, I mean, his story, I don't think was his ADHD. I think it's because like, even, you know, I'm going to, you know, I feel like we should do a whole like bear, like bear, episode yeah. for season two anyway. But just to see him like thrive with organization at the chaos as opposed to just chaos, chaos was like so like, I, was, I don't know. It was it was my favorite episode of the whole season. It was rad. I mean, yeah, we can get into a whole like bonus, like let's just kiki about the bear um, sort of thing. But it, it just turns out that there is a reason you might thrive as a server. And I kept seeing more and more people on Reddit threads talking about how good the job actually is for their ADHD because you can function and kind of feel on top of the world. It's a high that is really hard to explain because your brain loves to be in a million different places at once. Um, and so there's the repetition of the parameters of every night, but it's never the same. Like the same things are going to happen, but you can never predict what kind of customers you're going to have. So you don't get bored of the job, but you thrive in the routine, if that makes yes, sense. Absolutely. I mean, this is in part reason why now I've now become an esthetician because I get to multitask all day long. I get oh, to yeah. like do different things all the time. I get to have like curated music, things that could like get to look pretty. I'm like a one woman show all the time, you know? So there's like, there's, it's, it's still, it's a service industry job still, you know, like I'm a people pleaser, right? That's a whole different uh, part of like, that's a whole different part of childhood trauma, but like, <laughs> but yep. Um, it's great to bring this up and, 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 you know, and, and recognize that like, you know, we're, we're saying we see you and we are late to the game, <laughs> undiagnosed, didn't know why we were so good, you know, cause I also walk around my house with 15 things in my hands yes. and I stop in the middle and I'm just like, what, we're, where am I okay? going? What, what am I? is just, I won't clean one thing. I have to clean, you know, 15 things at once. Yeah. Or if I go to put one thing away, I will. Yeah. Just so like all my... of a sudden I'm like taking everything out of a counter, like a, ca- a cupboard to clean it. You know, I, I recently been having like a, a couple conversations like here and there with my parents and like both of them separately have been like, yeah, you know, we always thought that maybe there was something <laughs> that was going on. And I was like, did you fucking do anything about it? And they're like, well, no. And like, it's, it was, a oh, weird, it was a hands-off generation of parents. I get it, you know? At so. least your parents noticed you. So anyways. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, it was a latchkey. You're making yourself dinner by the time you're seven years old. You know, you're off doing your own things. Just, like, don't get killed and, like, check in every now and then. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're here to say we see you. We see you all, you ADHD uh a special little we're little diamonds you know we are just little buzzy multitasking special little brain childs what can i say what can i say all right so let's should we jump into some headlines then oh my god i mean first things first we have to just talk about maui oh my lord yeah I, you you just went about a year ago right i did yeah yeah and yeah it's uh lahaina is a beautiful Amazing place, like one of my favorite restaurants of all time, uh, Papa Inya, which was uh, attached to the Pioneer Inn, which was like the oldest hotel like in on Maui. I don't know. I'm probably just on Maui for sure. Completely gone. Everything completely gone, like super devastating. I mean, I got on right away um, and we're going to, you know, there's this great L.A. Times article that you found Mm -hmm. about like different uh, L.A. restaurants really helping to donate and like, you know, who to donate to and what to not donate to. But um, Sheldon Simeon is like the first person I looked at on Mm -hmm. Instagram Mm -hmm. because like I respect him so much. He's an amazing Hawaiian chef. He has tin roof. Um, And I was like, you just tell me where to donate, what to do. 
Um, so a couple that we're going to read right now, you know, if you want to get into this article, um, yep. I've donated to, and then I also donated to, uh, uh, rainbow helicopters, which is a helicopter, like tourism, like company. And they've like dedicated all their helicopters to like flighting supplies, like all over the wow. island for everybody. You know, and we're we're being hyper local in terms of Los Angeles, but we know that Austin, Seattle, Portland, um, anywhere really that feels just the great devastation, like you at your restaurant could put together any sort of fundraiser. It doesn't matter if you raise five hundred dollars total. It it's all so so needed. But um Californians obviously have such a symbi- symbiotic relationship with the Hawaiian Islands because yeah. it's really close and easy. It's it's I think we have the most mainlanders. Um, what's the best way to put it? Like there's just a lot of overlap of Californians moving to Hawaii or native Hawaiians who do live yeah, in California. Yeah, I think it's definitely West Coast. Like I know Vegas is a huge population mm-hmm. of people who are like, you know, like native, native to Hawaii, like moving to Nevada is a big thing as well. Yeah. But yeah, um, which one, I mean, because I didn't dive into any of them, but is the Maui Strong Fund the one that you're... Um, Maui Strong is one, um, well, I mean, Sheldon Simeon, of course, is working with World Central uh-huh. Kitchen, like, right, right away. that one. Um, and I'm like, oh, of course, like, uh, like, uh, yeah, of course, World Central Kitchen, who we talk about and love, mm-hmm. they're, they're working right away to start feeding people. Um, um, Chef Hui Maui Relief Fund is another one that he has linked to. Um, you can absolutely donate to, um, you know, talking about here, local restaurants here on Jack Thai, which I actually just dined at on Sunday. Um, oh, it's wow. amazing. Yeah. They're this mm-hmm. really great Thai restaurant here in LA. They just won a James Beard award. Like they have an insane wine selection. It's, it's delicious. It was, it was really fun to go to, but they're doing, um, they do taco Tuesdays, uh, and then they're creating Hawaiian dishes and then every all of those dishes that are being purchased, like a portion of the proceeds are being benefited um, toward, I believe they're doing the Maui Strong Fund. Um, okay. Very yeah. cool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so there's but, so many ways to donate. It's crazy. Yeah. And if, if, if it's not something that you like, like I, I've been unemployed and I am, you know, it is hard to, I used to just love to give without thinking twice about it. I mean, I'm able to give what I can, you know, from my household. But again, if the parting with your own money is hard, that's when you can organize totally. and get other people's money and you're doing the, you're doing the legwork to do it. So I mean, it's just know, as valid. And I used to think that like, even with myself, I used to be like 20 bucks isn't going to make a difference. But if think about it thousands and thousands of people donating $20, it exactly. makes a huge, huge difference. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you guys have ever been to Hawaii, dream of going to Hawaii, like, you know, drink a, you drink a tropical drink. There's so much amazing, like heritage culture, like the island is just so gorgeous. And I, I just think that it's just so devastating. So many amazing restaurants just completely vanished, you know, like, but, but the banyan tree is standing and I'm sure will become like a symbol of hope for, you know, oh my God, the rest of time, you know, so yeah. Sweet Jesus. Um. Anyways, thoughts to all the people in Maui who've been affected. This is, this is a, this is a, just, it's, it's devastating. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so, so awful. Well, moving on to uh, someone who is more lighthearted and we can make fun of. Um, there is this chick on uh, TikTok who just had a viral video, uh, you know, viral TikTok that dropped. Fingers crossed that's us one day. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, basically, she she thinks she debunked free bread at restaurants. <laughs> 
Uh-huh. She, like she's like, I know the truth, and the restaurants are winning when they give you that free bread. Um, so clearly, this is not about her own um, health channel because I do think her username is Sweet Fiber. So she's someone who clearly has an agenda uh, regarding fiber and glycemic levels. Yeah, and I probably- didn't look at anything else on her on her TikTok page at all. But yeah, she definitely is like. When you eat bread, your glucose spikes, mm-hmm. which makes you hungrier, and then you order more food, and they're tricking you. They're tricking you. They're getting all the money. That free bread is not kindness. It is not just a way to, uh, I don't know, why do you think they give free bread, Andrea? I think it's to prevent hanger and little bitch episodes from horrible customers. I think it's just like something I I, I I think it's just something to be like, look, we give you something for free. Like we're establishing your trust, like, you know, chips and salsa. She also mentions. But most is- most of the time I, I started thinking about this and like most of the time at places that give free bread, especially if it's the good free bread. Oh, it yeah. doesn't even come until after you order your meal anyway. It's right. Like- you order your meal and then you get, you know, the same that could be said for like sugary drinks. Anything can spike your, you know, spike your glucose. Like, so. Any, yeah. And it's also like, why wouldn't you want to order? And like the point of restaurants most of the time is to order what you can off the menu and have fun and take leftovers home. And it's the bread. Like, I'm also like, what about um, people who just waited an hour and a half and got sloshed at the bar mm-hmm. and they sat down, get that bread or yeah, get that basket of chips and salsa in the front of them. the spiking from the alcohol. <laughs> well, I it's, think it's, it's like. And if I'm going to a place with free bread, I'm going to fucking house everything inside anyway. Like, I'm going we, out to eat. If I go out to eat, I'm, I'm not going to be like, Mwah. I'm usually going to be like, I'm going to eat all these things right now. You know, that's me. I, I just I just love her her fucking hot take. I'm like, OK, Marjorie Taylor bread. Like, what uh. are you doing here <laughs> with your conspiracy, conspiracy theories? Bread theory. If anything, she should give us advice on what to eat after we eat the bread to bring our glucose levels down. Like, do Thank we have you. To eat half a banana after we eat the bread basket. Is that what you know? the dinner salad is for to bring you back down? Because that, yeah. that's how I learned how glucose works. You can eat things together and they work to keep those levels. Yeah. Even. Why single out only bread and not go into the full menu? <laughs> and you know? chips and salsa, which Brooke is like, how dare you? <laughs> Don't you bring chips and salsa. You like, get chips and salsa you, out of your you dirty mouth. I won't I eat a whole enchilada, then a bowl of chips and salsa. I can do it the opposite, you know? Yep. <laughs> you got to keep. You got to keep chasing that salt dragon. You got to f- chase the flavor dragon. It's just the best combo food. Anyways, what an absolute turd. Um, <laughs> guys, feel free. <laughs> to discount anything this woman says and uh, go for the free bread or give I thought she was going to say because the baskets are filthy or something like that my brain went to like don't eat the free bread because I'm like I was like it's going to fill you up and then like almost like they would they would get less and that's what a lot of people do anyway right they're like keep bringing us more bread and then we'll split an entree and you as a server are like fuck my life fuck this ship fuck you know like literally in the history of my waiting tables only had one table who came in where that was their ploy. And you're like, it is what it is. I bring them their bread. I bring them their one bowl of soup to split. And I pretty much ignore them because that's their game. That's That's the game game. they're running. And who cares? I just know, like, bring them bread, drop the check. You get nothing else from me, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But literally, in all the history of waiting on tables, it it was not... Listen, even like... it. What's it called? Oh, Olive Garden. You know, they're like, come on in. All you can eat. Bottomless breadsticks because they know people love that. But anyways. 
Anyways, anyways, we could go on a tangent forever, but we let's go on a tangent on. about this next story. <laughs> uh, Dunkin' Donuts, new Dunkin' Spiked Hard Ice Coffees and Teas uh, coming to a little more like New england store near you. Uh, they're, oh. they're like, yeah, yeah, uh, one bagel and I'll get a hard, I'll get a hard spiked, uh, a dragon hard spiked, fruit, hard dragon, dragon fruit tea. <laughs> but uh, it's more, the spiked milky coffee is what's killing me. Uh, I mean, you know, like Bailey's. Like a Kahlua. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm kind of, okay, so first and foremost, Dunkin' Donuts is putting out alcohol. Like, that's just yes. the, like the end. So everybody's in the spiked like cider boozy game it's like it's a weird novelty thing that's like happening there's it's it's hilarious to me like how many options can we have out there and so yeah Dunkin Donuts is doing a collection of coffee and beer and hard iced teas uh, that are all six percent the flavors include Dunkin spiked original iced coffee um spiked caramel iced coffee mm. spiked mocha iced coffee and Dunkin spiked vanilla iced coffee um so it's yeah so it's like a I don't know if it's a coffee beer this one specifically and the tea they've got sweet iced tea strawberry dragon fruit iced tea bleh, mango pineapple um I don't like spiked tea period I, but no. I would get I'd get down on the other ones that's that's a really nice breakfast buzz right there. Just an absolute shot like pour it of over sugar ice and just like, I mean, this would be like a good, like, you know, you're like, you're pre-gaming for like the big game on a Sunday, you know, you're like on the lot. This could be a real good, yeah. Move over. Couple Duncan spiked. <laughs> right. I'm like, move over Bloody Mary. Here comes some spiked donkeys. <laughs> um, I'm going to talk about spiking your glycemic level uh, yeah. when you have one of their original spiked caramel. Because it's malt liquor is what makes it's malted beverage is mm-hmm. what makes anything a seltzer, which is it's nasty. They make me feel t- I, I haven't sugar, found a baby. seltzer I like. I know. Mm-hmm. But I love it. It's like Duncan has entered the chat, you know. Uh, and they're they're saying here on this article from the Nerdist, like, just be aware they're not going to sell them at the Dunkin' Donuts stores, guys. You're going to have to live anywhere along the East Coast because it seems like everything's just going to be along the East Coast with this. They're not coming to the Midwest. Not yet. They're not coming to the West Damn. Coast. Not yet. I mean, we're just now getting Dunkin's here in L.A. and people are flipping their shit. I personally could give a shit about Dunkin' Donuts. No, nope, that's me. You're, you know, I'm with you. You know, Mm-mm. I'm not against Dunkin' Donuts. They're they're just not in my wheelhouse, so I don't think about them like a lot of people do. So it's all right. It's it's an emotional attachment for a lot of people, which I understand. I'm just so sad that I did don't get to walk into like you know the Port Authority in New York City and be like, yeah, give me one of those uh, microwaved sausage uh, croissants, and I'll, I'll take a spiked camel donkey, a hard donkey, <laughs> and then I'm gonna go take a then I'm gonna go take a dunk. Uh, dunk and dump on the the train platform. <laughs> I mean, as someone who still hasn't had coffee in you know almost a year, this is although decaf is. I have been enjoying a nice decaf, iced decaf lately, but I get again. I'm just like I don't need it. I didn't need it. And also, everyone, feel free to come at me for I cannot do a Boston accent. It is it veers into Jersey, then New York. The only thing I can say is like had. Had cider. I know. Had. I can. I and like the most I can do is like a click and clack impression, which is not cool <laughs> to do. You know, that's that's very animated, and a lot of people might not even know who the fuck that is anymore, because um, that show's been off the air for a real long time. 
It was very fun. Cut very talk. fun. Cut talk. Cut um, talk. Well, all I, right, I love all it. Right. <laughs> drive, drive, drive like, like my brother. My brother. All right. Well, you guys, that's enough headlines. Let's jump into some server submitted stories. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana. Where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Very cool. We actually had one dropped hot and fresh, uh, but I also still took one off of the Reddit thread today to go with our topic of the day. Um, So via Reddit, uh, the title of this post was, this job is consuming me with hatred. And the writer goes on to say, I don't know if it's just my city I serve in, but I experience the rudest, nastiest people on a daily basis. They're the absolute fucking worst humans. I've been a server for a few years now, and this job is making me lose all faith in humanity. Wow, this is okay. It's not just the boomers either. This new generation are some rude, entitled little cunts as well. (laughs) And it runs the gamut from rich, entitled pricks to trap to... Uh, trashy people that have no problem causing a scene trying to assault a server just to get something comped for free. Oh, this sounds like a nightmare. I'm like, do you work at an Applebee's? Um, Okay. And God, the middle-aged rich white women with the Botox lips and the crazy eyes, they scare me the most. They are frightening. There's an astoundingly small window of people that are pleasant to wait on anymore. The nerve of people to get rude at someone doing their job over something so minor on a busy night is crazy. No decency or consideration that I'm a fellow human being and that this is a hard fucking job. You know, we've all been there and we are going to go into um, this topic at length in a few minutes here, but it's it's hard. I think we are at a weird place in time where you are probably experiencing burnout, but the entitlement and the behavior in restaurants, especially post-pandemic, yeah. has gotten really out of hand. Really so it's, out of not just, it's not just you. And the abuse that so many of you really suffered in in the midst of the pandemic, you I know, feel like a lot of that trauma is just now starting to like come up because, you know, sure, you think about it, your brain, your brain's like, let's hold on to that for. And then when it's ready, it starts to like bloom out and you're like, now your body is capable of dealing with this, you know, so that might be coming too to be like, wait a second, this I'm not happy at all, you know, <laughs> on top of. Yeah, looking around and just having nothing but like crazy fucking awful people to deal with, which is such a shame. It's such a shame. And to be fair, no one would do well in this situation. You know, it's being just subject to just the dregs of humanity over and over again um, when it's just it's it's really so simple to just be even neutral. You don't even have to be nice as a customer. You could just be neutral and be normal. Um, Even that I'll take that any day almost like sort of being ignored those mm-hmm. tables because yeah. those 
the people who are kind of like, yeah, yeah, no big deal. I don't want to talk to you. Go away. Usually leave an awesome tip. Ah, yeah. They're just like, oh, you mean just the regular way you're supposed to interact with your tables and wait tables? Like, you know, it's just like just the normal. You know, I don't have to do a song and dance for you. You're not an asshole to me. You just come get your shit. I bring you your shit. Everything's fine. See you next time. Or maybe the advice to this person on Reddit was be like that waitress from Michigan. Be like, yeah, All right, I'll I'll probably arrange that. Let me see. Let me see what I can do. I'm, I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and hook it up for you guys. I'm gonna, I'm gonna we'll see. You know, yeah, I, 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 yeah, hmm. I, I can make, I'll make some calls. I can make some calls and see if it's <laughs> so good. You're a fucking cunt, mate. All right, next story. Oh, you guys, we love a server submitted story, and we love a server submitted story from Jared. Jared from Georgia. Oh my God, it's been a minute. Here we go. Brooke, Andrea, Brian, so good to have you all back from the break. How have things been for me? Well, they've been good. I now host karaoke at the bar I work the door at. Hell yes, we love karaoke. Uh, And I was a set rep for the bar when they filmed the fake White Castle they built beside the bar. It was my first time having a real White Castle. Mm, I mean, delicious, but I, and I hope you'll, st- I hope you'll tum tum was okay with all, all that. All those steamed onions. Um, well, now that I've caught you up, I'll let you know that I am burned out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I sit there and I check IDs and whatnot. Uh, and I have been feeling the burn. I'm only there two times a week outside of the hosting duties I have, but the stress is really getting to me. I feel it. There have been times when I just don't check or don't care to even look at IDs, which is dangerous and could get the business in trouble. But I power through for sure. I'm sure. Of course. Of course. Um, But when it's a mixture of being the first and the last defense lines, dealing with unruly customers and dealing with the unhoused homeless, it's too much. I genuinely want a job where I'm not used or being exploited because of my size. Is the money good? Yes, it truly helps. But I want to sit my fat ass down in front of a computer and work in an office. But as re- but of right now, but as of right now, I'll continue to do what I have to do until I can get the job I want. Always a pleasure to hear y'all. Um, Godspeed, good tips, and that's from Jarrett, uh, who we love, who we adore. Um, and it's yeah, we ha- it's 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 so fun getting back into this because I'm like, oh right, we have like our we have our regulars on this show, you know. <laughs> We do. And and truly, like, we never tire of hearing from you, especially when we haven't communicated with y'all in a long time. Because guess what? Andrea and I, I think we're feeling the burn. Yeah, of, we really feel burnt out, too. And mm-hmm. this really rings true to, like, the strikes going on, not just, like, in, you know, Hollywood, but, like, fast food, hotels. Like, everybody is feeling the burn, not getting, you know, and let, we'll, we'll get into this for sure now to the topic of the day. But yep. um, I mean, this is just such a good segue into the topic at hand, wouldn't you say, Brooke? I think so. Um, but yeah, this should bring us. To, this is bringing us again, like we said, segueing to the topic of the day, which is burnout. Burnout. <laughs> it, hey, burnout happens, people. It's a bunch of bos burnout burnout syndrome. Burnout syndrome. <laughs> Yeah, the wrong kind of boss. Not um, the kind of boss you want to be. No, definitely mm-hmm. not. So, you know, I, I we really do want to hear from you guys and your input on this topic. Um, but how about we just get into, you know, for anyone who's not sure if they're experiencing it, I can um, give you a definition of it right now. So, um, all right. The definition of burnout is workplace burnout is a state of emotional, ment- mental, and physical exhaustion. The worst... <laughs> Learning how to talk again. Okay. 
Workplace burnout is a state of emotional, mental, and physical exhaustion caused by excessive and prolonged stress that has recently been sort of categorized as a serious occupational health issue. So instead of being considered a medical condition, it has currently been reclassified by the World Health Organization to be an occupational phenomenon. Um, So the burnout is a syndrome that results from chronic workplace stress that's not been managed. Um, It refers to uh, the occupational context, um, and it might bleed into other areas of your life. The chronic stress in the workplace you know, might need medical attention um, and you need to be aware of warning signs and, um, you know, look for treatment if it gets that serious. But you could like before you clock into your shift, you could start to have headaches, intestinal issues, fatigue, not feel good, you know, like have anxiety driven sleep and toss and turn. Um, And what does it come from? A complicated work or work with a restrictive time frame, a work overload, work with unfair compensation, work which is valued, oh, work that is not valued or work that does not generate pride, work with a lack of justice, honesty, trust or acceptance, work without real authority. Okay, dude, this all, like, if you can choose six out of the list. I worked in a place like that. Yes. So, and I mean, it, it's just, it couldn't be more service industry specific if you asked me. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Work under organized, uh, unorganized system structures or work without determined goals and directions. Yeah. Hello. That's being in the weeds right there. The, like life weeds when you're in the life weeds, you know, yeah. when you're just like, I yeah. don't know how to get out. I mean, it, they're just so many just hard conversations to have about this. But so we thought it was really important to talk about because this is where there's the bad course collision, right, of burnout, but then the golden handcuffs, which is what I keep hearing so many servers say, is they're like, this job is killing me, but I don't know how to make this kind of money anywhere else. And also maybe I've been in this industry too long to get a job somewhere else because my Ah. resume is only restaurants. You painted yourself into a little corner, you know, at a restaurant. Yeah. I mean, easy. And we talked about this so many times. It's quick. It's easy. It's yeah, it's accessible, but it's true. It's like, it is really hard to be like, I don't want to do this anymore. And it's a really hard emotional roller coaster and road to make decisions for yourself. Anyway, Mm -hmm. you need Mm -hmm. to advocate for yourself. Like, and And that's the number one. Wouldn't you say when it comes to burnout, what's going to make you happy? Right, right. You know, and so you do have to kind of say follow the fear, which is an improv term that Andrea and I have learned from day one is follow the Mm -hmm. fear. You know, it is very scary to walk away from something you've known and just know that it it will be kind of wild and it's probably going to give you anxiety, but I promise it's the good kind of anxiety because you're making changes for yourself. Be- being um, scared is real. If you're not scared, like being scared is like means you have your feelers out there and you're paying attention to what's going on and you're paying attention to details. Um, I mean, I just posted this inspirational quote just today, bro. Just, just today? Say that right now. Wow. Um, don't let the distance between where you are and where you want to be scare you out of simply moving moving forward. Amen. Um, you get some snaps for that girl. Okay. Right. Um, I mean, I've been, yeah, you gotta, being burnt out is a lot. And again, you know, I, I know I kind of mentioned this before. I'm also plugging my computer in. Right yes. Now. We got to uh, apparently this is a, this is podcast one oh one right now. Yeah. Um, little things we're forgetting to do. Plug your but, shit in people. Talking more about a collective feel of burnout, 
across the board right now with all the strikes going on uh, everywhere. People are have had fucking enough. Enough of being exploited and treated like dirt. Um, underpaid, mm-hmm. undervalued, overworked. You know, and the thing is, when we talk about, like, it's the World Health Organization, who, um, the who, um, bringing this in, you know, with burnout, with it being actually recognized. You know what happens is, if you guys didn't know, stress brings on inflammation in your body. And then all your organs, like, start to get inflamed, which is why you get headaches, which is why you get stomach shit. It's like, and inflammation leads to, like, cancer, chronic health, like, depression, you know, things that are going to catch up with us later in life because we're fucking being like i don't know right i think we're all just right. being abu- abused we abused. are being abused and it is the truth and i think everyone just kind of has their threshold um especially when you're young and you've still got a spring in your step regarding the job even if you've successfully done it for years i think what's important uh, is to kind of eat the bullshit you've done it for years and then one day you're just like i can't do it anymore and i think it's important to recognize the signs and I think specifically in the service industry here's here's a sign that you might be experiencing burnout um number one you hate the sight of anyone who walks into your place of employment (laughs) Uh uh-huh um do you know how that I mean we know how that feels as a customer when you're like burnout baby because oh yeah oh my god and as a customer we've all been there we like like it's the worst thing to really deal with. And then I start trying to people please the angry server or bartender because, you know, I'm just like they are in a way and like and I get it and I know how this feels. And instead of being scared uh, of them and kind of giving them what they want, which I think when you're in burnout, you also want to get into altercations. Totally. I, I think you do. Um, I try and be nice and actually, you know, people please and Treat them, you know, more, more, more flies with honey sort of situation. But, right. But I think when you're sober not, you're like, well, what have I fucking got to lose? And you're short fused at that point because you, you've, you've been worn so thin that you're ready to just fall apart. Crack it. You know, you're cracking. You're, no one gets any grace. Everyone walking in through the door is already an asshole turned up to a 10 in your mind. So there's no room. There's no wiggle room. And then you're kind of doing a self-fulfilling prophecy, which is actually a jail of your own making because you have burnout. Totally. And I think that there's different journeys to this. I think there's personal journeys and that you're just, Mm -hmm. you know, you're ready to move on, but there's collective journeys in this too, within Mm -hmm. restaurants and that the entire place being understaffed, being overworked, like not having like supplies come in. This has got to be thing where like group morale is just like at an all time low. I hear that. Yep. Um, so like we said, again, another sign is just not caring about professionalism anymore. Uh, probably being a little, little loose with the f bombs uh, in front of customers. Probably like maybe getting, getting drinking on the job. Uh, yep, that's that's burnout. There's one thing to maybe have a drink or two before the job to kind of get you through it. Then you have your coffee and then you go get wasted after. If you're, uh, if you're, you know, getting wasted the whole shift to get through, okay. might might be burnout. You're getting full blownsies. Uh- <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and but for or me, even feeling yeah. pain. I'll go. You go ahead. You go oh, ahead. No, I was going to say that this other sign um, feeling really depressed and panicked before the work, the work shift starts. Yeah. That was a big one for me. Yeah. Depression or panic. Like you can't even like it's, it's like even walking into the establishment is like, yeah. Or just total numbness, which is also a very scary feeling because um, you're like, wow, I'm really, really I'm dead inside. You, you, you done did it. Restaurant industry literally dead um 
So on a positive note, because Andrea is mm-hmm. just like, you sound like somewhere between um, like a Tara Brock, you know, like a beautiful, <laughs> inspirational, I'm radical compassion. Places. You are going yeah. places. And I love <laughs> Love the energy and positivity, um, but let's 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 get into a little bit of self care that that would you know apply to servers specifically. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so here's one. So no matter what you did closing down and after hours bar, get up and as much of the day and have as much of the day to yourself as you can before clocking back in. Yes, I think this is a huge self care step. I practice this now. I never used to when I was young. Mm-hmm. Um, now I I find the time that I have before I go into work so precious. And there's things I want to get done, whether that's like having time to myself to do creative and do writing or exercise or anything like that but just like make sure you have you time for sure and that's and what like we're saying it can be a hard cycle to break out of because you hated the shift so much that you stayed out to a 4 a.m bar and then you get up in just enough time to get a coffee and do it all again you yeah. have to break that fucking cycle yeah and you feel like shit because you're hungover and you're yeah you waste your day going in and then you have to drag your ass to work yep and then you have like you have to have like you know beer shits at work which we've all done <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> you're like you're like still having beer shits at 4 30 p.m totally well, it's like you have to go in and there's like a there's stuff if you have to share the bathroom with like the people who are you know with customers it's like you have to do the flush while you're pooping you know move like so nobody hears it um it's not fun it's not good no no nope, nope. yeah. that em- employee bathroom is is a rough that's uh seen some rough stuff from back of real house stuff. in front of house real rough stuff Ooh, um <laughs> You know, and again, everyone, this is like our unsolicited advice, but it, it is stuff that has worked for us when we've both experienced burnout. Um, I also say, even if you're not a workout person, because in in the jobs, you, you know, I was way more slender when I was running my ass off in you're a restaurant. Twenty thousand steps in a night. Oh yeah. my god! Still, that's not you time. You know what I'm saying? And whatever it is that you can do in this, you know, time you're claiming for yourself before a shift, like a little yoga, um, boxing, just run and scream, whatever, you know, whatever you want to do. That's like, this is for me. And this is to get out, you know, bad energy, calm my nervous system. And we all know, you know, I don't, we don't need to explain science, but it is really good for your brain to get some sort of like cardio or stretching or just yeah, whatever get, it is. You get the blood moving to all your organs, blood feeds, everything, but heals everything. Like you got it. Yeah. Cardio is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And also like meditate, have a mantra, you know, like meditate mantra, mind control. I put mind control, maybe start to be like, again, this fucking server from Michigan, you control the story you control the customers you know and to just be like we'll see if i can make that happen for you you know that that sort of attitude i think it can really help to have pma positive mental attitude even when you're at the break i also think manifest man if you got to make yourself a little a little bored you know like about for you, if that's if that's how you go if that's your if that's your game that you need to cut out some magazine photos and get a little vision board going for yourself or you just have an image that you see in your mind over and over and over again about a better life a better quality of life like for you keep fucking focusing because that shit works you know for me I've always like and it's you know because we work to make money you know it's Mm -hmm. you know the benefits of like helping people and pleasing people and like the the things you get the the rewarding things you take away are great but obviously it's to like you know pay rent and be a part of a capitalist society but for the longest time I would like I would have a number in my head that I just like think of over and over and over again about what I wanted to make yearly and it's happened every time I love that Mm mm-hmm 
You keep inspiring me even even right now. <laughs> I got I got to do this. I've been in, I've been floundering. I'm You lost, manifest baby. like a bitch though. Like you do it in different ways. Like I'm, so you have you you have a power that I see, you know? It's called um I put the blinders on and I'm unrealistically stubborn to the point where sometimes I don't realize it's not working and I go down <laughs> kicking and screaming. And, um, so we can You're work like, on that. You're like, some piles of shit, but one of these piles of shit's going to have like a bunch of gold underneath it. Like, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we planted some good seeds. So hopefully when some of this hard, hard, uh, you know, industry time ease up, the good stuff is coming. But um, so we'll, we'll wrap up um, on a little bit of, you know, just, I think, actionable advice. So if I... I I saw women talking. The yeah, movie so good. Sarah Polly, holy so shit! Great. Which love made Sarah, me love Sarah Polly. Holy, you really this is an incredible move, movie. And if you've seen it, then you know. Or if you see it, this will make sense. So you have to ask yourself: Do I stay and fight or leave? Okay. I love. We. I read this when I saw it. I was just like, just like thinking of like a entire waitstaff sitting up, like the upstairs of a barn or you know whatever <laughs> break room, just like contemplating what we should do together. Like the all the customers are gone for the day, but we know they're gonna come back and fuck with us again. You know, yep. and yeah, so. Yeah. We so just, yeah. Thank thank you for outlining um our first really fun viral TikTok. We're gonna. <laughs> Let's let's write that. Anyways, um, so I think basically the chances are, you know, the problem is not you. It is probably the restaurant and clientele, which has gotten out of hand or you just are like, I can't handle them anymore. I used to be. Um, There's no amount of hate punching a power bag that will make this go away. Um, So what do you do? Do you stay and fight with the hopes of things eventually getting better or do you leave? Right. Which That's is the scary part. Mm-hmm. So the I really scary part. I think the best thing to say is you can start writing down things or like when I responded to Jarrett with his email, I was just like, hey, listen, um, since there's a lot of production in Atlanta, Georgia, and you a just worked on a set through the bar and you have these other skills like, you know, working in a haunted house, like all this other stuff. I was like why not walk into one of these production offices and see a, if they need security, which is so easy and so different. You literally do just sit on your ass and you don't have to throw out drunk people. You don't have to check IDs, you know? Yep. Or because he's so fun and personable. I was like, see if you could get into, um, craft services, you know, and be like a niche craft service in the Atlanta area. And just, so just thinking of where your skills could take you and getting really creative with it is the first thing you can do. Um, but I think having an exit strategy is the most important thing. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And you have to be prepared to do the work for the next thing in your life. Right. Right. You you know, or I was thinking too, like (laughs) if you don't have the space to do it, sometimes you almost have to ramp up the restaurant work and like take as many shifts as possible. So you've Mm -hmm. got money so you can Mm -hmm. do something which might be take a month fucking break Mm -hmm. and then things will seem clear to you. Cause I, I, I I have trouble sometimes seeing uh, an escape plan while I'm in the midst of something and just being able to walk away, have like two weeks to yourself, whatever it takes, you can start to decompress, think rationally um, and then look at how you can make a leap because you know, it's I'll I'll be honest. When I started getting writing jobs, I've talked about this on the podcast. I was so scared to lose my job at the restaurant because I'm like, it'll all go away. These writing jobs will all go away. That I worked five days a week and I worked brunch on the weekends, um, so that I would still be on the schedule. And I was so scared of being like excommunicated from the restaurant, you know. But, but I did a slow just, fade, 
And these are just normal reactions for your brain to have because your brain is like, well, I'm here to protect you, right? Exactly. And and <clears throat> this is a safe and comfortable situation. And then what if? And like these are just this is what we go through, mm-hmm. you know. And again, these are these golden handcuffs, and they, especially when you're just like trying to do something that you've wanted to do forever, or that you wanted again wanting to take a chance on yourself, and like so. Okay. It's tough. Our I, last, I see it. Our last bit of advice is take yes. D- DMT um, and oh, just yeah. have a completely let De- your ego have an ego death. Trauma. <laughs> Literally have an ego <laughs> death and you might come back from dying for yeah. 10 minutes and be yeah. like, fuck yeah, I love my I love my restaurant job. Participate in a mushroom ceremony. Yeah. You know? um, ayahuasca is out there. Right. The well. medicine. It's like. Uh huh. Bring the mother into your body, and maybe she'll have some good advice for you. You know, before you puke her up, and that's how she works. That's, that's she what works. I heard, anyway. Ugh. Uh, but I mean, you guys, if you're feeling this, tell us about it. We'd love to hear about it. We 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 would love to, you know, help you with your journey if you need it. If not, send us a silly, silly server submitted story. You know, follow us on socials. You guys, you, you know, know what to do. You know where to send that. Yeah, send that story. Sidework, so. Sidewerkpod at gmail.com. Ooh, we didn't say it at the end of our other uh, actual no, no. stories. Did you? Oh, no, we didn't. We did it. Oh, well. well Sidework, that- Sidewerkpod at gmail.com. Um, awesome. Well, we, we are so happy to be back. We love you guys. We miss you. We want to hear from you. Um, and until next week, you know what we say. We say Godspeed. And good tips. Talk to you later.